0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kids Matter podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love kidmen, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now here's your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ryan Frank. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids Matter podcast today. Thank you for what you're doing every day to serve kids and families. Today's podcast is a little bit different. Corey Jones, our amazing um, co-host here on the Kids Matter podcast. He is out of town this week, and so I have, I'm filling in for him. I just got done interviewing Brian Dimbosick. You're going to hear this interview in just a moment. Brian is the managing editor for the Gospel Project, passionate about really helping kids um, establish a biblical, a strong biblical faith. Now, Brian and I are going to be doing a training tomorrow. Uh, I guess it's tomorrow as I record this, depending on when you listen to the podcast. It's going to be on Thursday, March the 4th, at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Go to kidmenwebinar.com and get registered, kidmenwebinar.com. If you're listening to this podcast and you've missed the webinar, you've missed the training, we're also going to broadcast live in the I Love Kidmen Facebook group. So if you go to Kids Matters. I Love Kidman Facebook community, and do a little Google search for Ryan Frank or Brian Dembosik, uh, you'll find the replay video there. Uh, in today's conversation with Brian, I asked him a little bit about his story and what is the Gospel Project, and then we had an interesting conversation about some things that he feels like Kidman leaders are really spot on right now in doing right during this pandemic. We talk a little bit about creativity, about pivoting, about not getting discouraged um, by the smaller numbers. I think you're gonna find a lot of value in encouragement. Friends, it is Brian Dimbosic. Thanks again for tuning into the Kids Matter podcast today. Before we roll the interview, I want to remind you that we have some great Easter resources. Over at kidsmatter.com. Make sure to put a Z in there, just like the Kids Matter podcast, kidsmatter.com. You know, we are just about 30 days away from Easter, plus or minus a day or two. And if you're looking for some curriculum, some worship videos, some printable, reproducible postcards, countdown timers, on screen games, we've got a lot of them just in time for Easter even some short films that I think you're going to like. So jump over to kidsmatter.com and let us help you remind your kids that Easter is more than just about Easter bunnies and chocolate eggs. Not that I don't like Easter bunnies or chocolate eggs. I love chocolate eggs, Um, but we know that that's not the true meaning of Easter, so go to kidsmatter.com, check out those great resources. Thanks again for tuning in to today's Kids Matter podcast. The format's a little bit different, but I think that you're going to enjoy my interview with Brian Dimbosik. Here we go. All right, friends, as promised, I'm
1: here with Brian Dimbosik. How did I do? You, you did well, Dimbosik, Longo. O. Dimbosik, ah! You're so stressed about Man. the end, you, you lost the long O. With the I did. O. That, I did. Okay. I was worried about the end. So, how does somebody
0: get a name, Dimbowski? From your parents. From your parents. And your parents <laughs> got it
1: from their parents. Their parents. And yeah. the key, I don't know. Some yeah. Somebody one day was sitting around the campfire trying to say, All right, I need a last name. And they came up with that one.
0: I love it. Is it
1: um, German or Polish? Polish. Yeah. Okay. Well, we learned if we're in German, way. it would be like 25 letters long. That's probably
0: true. That's true. Well, Brian Dembosik is here. Uh, Brian and I are going to be doing a training tomorrow, which depending on when you are catching the Kids Matter podcast is Thursday, March the 4th. We'll talk about a little bit more about that at the end. You can get registered at kidmenwebinar.com. But I've asked Brian to join us on the Kids Matter podcast today to have a great conversation or to have a small conversation about um, the cool things that are happening at LifeWay with Gospel Project. Talk a little about this training tomorrow. Um, so Brian, thanks for being here. You're great.
1: Thanks for the invite.
0: Yeah, great champion for not only the kidmen community, but pastors and, and leaders in the church. So Brian, this is a lot of kidmen leaders that are watching or listening to the podcast what role did kid men have in your life as a child?
1: That oh, was huge. So I, I I have the typical story, Ryan, that we hear a mm. lot. I'm, I'm 48, so people my age, 30s. Yep. Unfortunately, we're not hearing it as much anymore. But that typical story of growing up, going to church. I mean, I, I went to church every time the doors were open. That was the Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night culture. Yes. Um, and I mean, I, I never even thought about not going to, it was just a norm. Um, even mm-hmm. as a teenager, I never would have dreamed about telling my parents, I think I'm going to sleep in. It was just a given. Yep. So from as long as I can remember, I was going to church and, you know, it was critical kids ministry. Then um, was just like it is now pouring that truth of, of the Bible into me from a very early age. I remember, um, really my salvation experience is tied to closely to Sunday school really? and what I was learning. Yeah. What I was learning there. And I remember going home one day, don't remember the exact details of the conversation because a long time ago, yeah. but remember going with the gist of it saying, and talking to my parents and say, I, I we've been talking about this at, at church. I want to talk about it more with you guys, mm. which is the sweet spot of what, what we're after. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I remember um, Mr. Chen was my Sunday school teacher. When I was about in third grade, uh, mm. we lived in Hawaii. We had a hard life. Um, I and poor uh, guy. Yep. yeah, you? I know that's cool. Yeah. Um, and, and so I remember him, he lived right down the street from us. And I remember his family having my family over for dinner a few times uh, I just remember the the job he did of of helping teach the Bible to me. And one thing that really stands out was I remember an ice cream party that, in order to go to an ice cream party, you had to memorize the books of the Bible, the New yeah. Testament, I think it yeah. were. And I was struggling to remember. It. And I remember going down the street one day to Mr. Chen's house to, hurry up and get it off my mind because I just crammed it yeah. so yep. I could pass that test to go to the ice cream party. So yeah, I love children's it. ministry, really important. I love it. So were you reborn were you in Hawaii? No, I, I actually grew up in Maryland for the most part. My dad had okay. a government-related job. Gotcha. So we uh, we lived in Hawaii for about a year and a half, and then we lived in, in Germany. Interestingly, you brought German up. We lived yeah. in Germany for about five and a half years.
0: Really? Okay. Quite the real traveler you are, Brian, as a child. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I love it. So today, Brian has the opportunity of working with Lifeway, and I'm I'm sure most of us are familiar with Lifeway. They um, are creating just amazing resources to help the church. And specifically, you work with the Gospel Project. You're the managing editor, if I understand right, for the Gospel Project. Now I'm familiar with the Gospel Project. We talk a lot about the Gospel Project in Kids Matter magazine and and stuff. But let let's not assume everybody knows about sure. the Gospel Project. Will you tell us what it is, Brian?
1: Yeah. So as you said, Lifeway, we uh, are a publishing uh, group out of based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, produce many different resources, including kids Bible studies. And we have three main ones. Uh, Bible Studies for Life, Explore the Bible, and the Gospel Project. So some people may be familiar with one or more of those. Uh, And each of these three Bible studies kind of takes a little bit different approach. We cover the same Bible, of course, the same gospel, but take a little bit different approach to how we get there. So the Gospel Project, what we do is we focus on helping kids understand the Bible as one big story of Jesus. And so one of the ways we do that is, is a chronological approach. Most people know us for that. Um, And it's important to us, but the chronology is really because the best way to understand a story is by reading it in order, studying it in order. You know, you don't pick up a novel and just jump from chapter to chapter. You wouldn't make sense of it. The best Mm -hmm. way to understand that novel is to read it straight through, of course. So it's that kind of approach with with our resource. Um, And again, in order to uh, understand not just the chronology of it, that's not the major win. The major win is to see how everything Is about Jesus, how from cover to cover, it's God's plan to redeem people through Jesus and what Jesus has done so that our hope and prayer is that kids love Jesus for what he has done and then live for him accordingly.
0: So this is a curriculum churches use. Brian, do they use it for Sunday school? Do they use it for...
1: For the most part. Yeah, it, it's okay. for the most part. Most will use it for Sunday morning, Sunday school. Uh, some will use it for other contexts. Some will use it for a midweek opportunity, but mostly okay. Sunday school.
0: Mostly Sunday school. And it's not just kids. Um, there, There is kids, but then there's up through adults.
1: Yeah, yeah it's really cool. So our, our resource has... Um, it's. From birth to the grave, basically, mm-hmm. um, if you're breathing, there's an age group for you, mm-hmm. and we all study the same passage with a little bit of flexibility. Uh, you know, in the in epistles, the adults might be able to nerd out on two Bible verses, and kids we know need a little bit more. Yeah. But it's yeah. the same basic idea, which helps for family discipleships. The families can come home after church or on the way home, and they've studied basically the same thing to have meaningful conversations, rather than you know go down the line. Okay, what did you study? Okay, what did you study? So all ages. I love it.
0: If you're not familiar with the gospel project, you really should get familiar with it. Um, Brian, is it the gospelproject.com? Just gospelproject.com. Just gospel. Yeah. Okay. Could you guys not spring for, for the domain
1: put the in there or what? I think it's you like know, 15 I, bucks a year. I, I guess we couldn't. I don't kidding. know. You could probably type that in and it may be it may work. We may have done that. Um, you believe I, but, it or not, I've been working at this place for six and a half years. I've never tried that. Well, so maybe after we're done, I'm gonna have to try that.
0: That's an action item for you. Go try it. It's gospelproject.com. Um there if you've used gospel project in the past, there's an update, pretty big update coming to gospel yeah. project this fall. Yeah, yeah.
1: Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, we're always excited. So, the way we are structured, it's a three-year scope and sequence or three-year study plan. And so, Mm -hmm. every three years, it's a brand new study plan. We go back to Genesis and start the journey over. Mm -hmm. Everything's new, even the sessions. I mean, we're always going to start with creation, of course. Um, And but even when we do that, it's brand new material, and it gives us an opportunity to, uh, as we learn and improve, to to make those improvements in the content, but also to add things. So this this upcoming cycle, we just have a lot of exciting updates. You know, we're adding a midweek component that focuses on the spiritual disciplines. Um, just a lot of different things that we're doing uh, tomorrow. I believe we're going to talk about a, a, this this heart of holistic discipleship. We're weaving that in more more closely to it. So, just a lot of exciting things.
0: Yeah, and if that's a thanks for bringing that, up, Brian. If you're listening and you're not registered for our training tomorrow, it's happening on Thursday, March fourth. If you're listening to this podcast after that. Uh, you, we're going to stream this to the I Love Kidman Facebook group. So if you go to the I Love Kidman Facebook group, you'll be able to find it if you do a little bit of a, a search in the group. But we'd love to have you. The registration link for that is kidminwebinar.com. We're going to talk about helping kids learn, love, and live out the gospel. We've had a great response to this training. I uh, hope that you'll be there Thursday, March 4th at noon. Eastern time. Now, Brian, you're a real student of the church and pastors and ministry leaders. What's one thing that you think during this crazy past year that we've had that kidmen leaders are doing right, that you just want to affirm and be like, yeah. Kidman leaders, you're
1: so proud of you for doing this. What, what would be one thing that comes to mind? I'm going to give you two. The first one I'm just going to mention okay. and move on to the second. I want to talk about it Let's mostly. It. The, the first one is creativity and pivoting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as we know, that, that's a, a given. That's what we've seen. We've been living that out the last year or so because things keep changing. And so I just see kids ministry leaders just pivoting so quickly and so well. I think this is one area where the other staff and other ministries can learn a lot from kids ministry. We tend to be the most flexible Um, creative and so forth. And uh, so I think we have an opportunity to lead out and help our peers in other ministry areas understand what this looks like to pivot in a hurry. But the thing I wanted to talk about more was the way I see kids' ministry leaders connecting with parents to try to help them disciple their own kids in the home. Yep, yep. And when I say that, some people listening, Ryan, may think, Brian, that's an odd thing for you to say because I feel like I failed in that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that a lot, you know, as I love as I look at the I love Kidman Facebook group, for example, yep. and I see yep. so many posts about this and so much angst. Mm-hmm. Hey, my families aren't connecting with XYZ. I'm doing this. I feel like I'm wasting my time. I, I have a different approach. And, and I think what I wanted just to encourage people that is is you are doing things. You're doing your job. You're doing what God has called you to do. You're giving the resources, you're thinking creatively. Mm-hmm. You are coming alongside your families. You're doing everything you can. You can't make them take what you've given them and do it. We want them to, of course. Our heart is for that to happen. But I don't want anybody listening thinking they they feel like a failure because their parents haven't taken that next step or their families haven't taken that. I'm proud of the work that I see kids ministry leaders doing in terms of of recognizing the role families have and doing everything they can to equip them. Yeah. And so we join praying together that that light bulb moment goes off and families start doing this more, but we can't control what the other person does. We can control what we do. That's it. I mean, that's and great. I've seen, I've seen yeah. a lot of good stuff. I'm with you on
0: that, Brian. Um, just be faithful, be faithful. I mean, this is a great opportunity to really, um, a lot of us are really doing um, what the, what the ax church did. And that is, you know, we're, we um, the group is smaller. The crowd is smaller. Um, but yet don't be discouraged by the few. Yeah. Um, you did a lot with a few, just be faithful in what God's called you to do.
1: And right. this is not new. Um, I'll, I was just reading this morning, mm-hmm. a journal article written in 1944, where the person was saying we, as the church have failed to do what we need to do of equipping the home. We have settled for parents to have a drop-off mentality that drop off their kids to Sunday school. And we haven't focused on them. We've neglected them. And the key is we can't shame them parents for not doing it. We've got to, we've got to really convey the beauty of Christian nurture is what it was mostly called then discipleship. Yeah. Um, And so my, the reason why I bring that up is this is not new. All throughout the American church history, we see the same theme of the church saying the family is not doing what, so I don't want, again, I don't want ministry leaders feeling like we have the first ones to drop the ball or our families are. This is something that has been going on for a while. So let's continue to bathe it in prayer, but find encouragement. You're not alone. This is not the first time. Be faithful to do what you've been called to do.
0: Brian, I agree. At the beginning, you said that you were really impressed or you want to encourage these leaders with how creative they've been. And I agree. What would you say? I think um, I don't I don't know what it's like to be the editor of a curriculum like you're doing. But I would have to think after a while, you're there is so much minutiae and details. Um, and how do you how do you step back and get your creative engine going? Um, you know, a lot of these kidman leaders, they are creative, but maybe there are some that are like, man, I just feel like it's dry right now, or I just need a recharge. How do you recharge your creativity?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not think... saying
0: that your job is boring, Brian.
1: <laughs> no, I'm no, no, I don't hear you saying that. But it's true. It's there's a lot of minutiae, there's a lot of things lot of I minutia. do that, and it's okay. This is rote, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it can be challenging. I think everybody's wired differently, Ryan. So what I do, of course, could be totally different from other people. Uh For me, one thing, I don't know if you can see, but I'm standing up. I have a standing desk. I think better standing. Mm -hmm. So sometimes your posture, sometimes changing your room, leaving work from one room and going to work somewhere different. Even, you know, I work from home now, so it may be just a different room in my house. If you're in an office situation, maybe going out to a lobby or coffee shops when we can do those things more freely, you know, it's, it's changing your environment. A lot of times the music you might be listening to, maybe you work in silence, turn on some music that, you know, mm-hmm. set up, or turn off music, change those things, shake things up. Um, there are days where I start hitting a wall and I've got a treadmill up here and and I'll just throw on some running clothes and I'll run on the treadmill a little bit. And That's that good. recharges me um, and, and, and allows me, you know, having that brain fatigue, just finding something to give your your brain a chance to rest and come back. And of course, it's always uh, Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, relying on others, going and finding inspiration. Mm-hmm. And uh, not stealing everything ever. We give credit where credit's due, but finding yeah. inspiration and and you know, going through and, and saying, all right, let me look at some things. Let me it may be something as simple as I'm gonna take a break and watch a TV show or whatever. Watch something on Netflix for a little bit because there's creativity there, and it you know putting yourself in that environment yep. to to find inspiration.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, podcast listeners, it's Brian Dimbosic. I said it right, didn't I, Brian? He did. Man, all right. Uh, from Lifeway, from the Gospel Project. If you thank you for joining us on the podcast today, Brian. If you're not familiar with the Gospel Project, please go to Gospel Project. Check it out. This is a great resource for your church and um, LifeWay. They're, They're just wonderful people. So if they can serve you anyway with any of their resources, they're really just a phone call away. Now, they love partnering with leaders like yourself. And if you're listening to this podcast in time to get registered for our training, Brian and I are doing a training on Thursday, March the 4th at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Get all the information at kidmenwebinar.com. We're going to really look at what does a discipled kid look like and how do we really help parents, how do we help the leaders in our church, our volunteers, um, really understand what it is? what is a disciple child, a child that knows the Lord and loves the Lord and wants to serve the Lord. Such a timely topic that's going to be practical for everybody. We'd love to have you join us. A lot of you have already registered. Thank you. If you haven't, please go to kidmenwebinar.com. Brian, thanks again for your time today. Thank you, Ryan. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.